Isn't that sweet? They're like love doves. They're like love doves. Don't we have a deal with the pigeons? <laughs> I was thinking more love glove. <laughs> oh, all right. We're recording. Okay. Good morning, Jay. Good morning, Kay. How are you? I'm good. I slept well last night. How did you sleep? Mm, very well last night. We uh, made sure we were both tired. <laughs> we did. <laughs> It was Friday night. What do you do on a Friday night? That's what you do on a Friday night. That's right. Absolutely. That's what you should be doing That's what on you a should be doing on a Friday night <laughs> and a Saturday night, <laughs> a Wednesday night. <laughs> Whatever night you choose. Yeah. Welcome to episode two of our JK Foreplay podcast. I am Jay. And I am Kay. And we are here today to talk about foreplay. Um, we've been inundating our Twitter channel on foreplay tips, and we're going to get into a couple of them today. Not all of them, well, very few of them actually will be sexual. So this is all about leading up to the actual act, you know, what you can do to not only get your partner in the mood, but get them open to being in the mood, like taking away some of their responsibility so they have time to think about being in the mood and what they might do or that sort of thing. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Is that a good topic? Oh, I love that topic. <laughs> it's for play. What are some of the things you think you do? Well, first of all, I want to say that, you know, if you're the partner that isn't always up for sex or up for playing, sometimes it is helpful to remember back to the things that your partner does for you to mm. get you in the mood. You know, some of them might be sexual, some of them might not be sexual. Part of the excitement for me is the buildup of the non-sexual things, the things that make me feel loved and cared for and appreciated and even helping out around the house or with errands or silly things Definitely. that probably wouldn't make a big difference in the whole scheme of things. But for me, it takes that pressure off. It, mm -hmm. you know, if you do a nice thing for me, like gas up my car and clean it or wash it or whatever, you know, it's nice to get into a nice clean car and not have to do the work. So, mm -hmm. you know, little things like that just really help me. Some of the things that I do that I consider sensual or intimate is like when I touch your arm when you're driving and I'm mm -hmm. gently caressing your arm or the back of your neck and I kind of tug at your, your hairline a little bit <laughs> just to kind of bring your memory back to some, oh, yeah. <laughs> some happier times. Some happier times. <laughs> you know, things like that. I love the little post-it notes that we leave all over the house for one another. Yeah, so on the post-it notes, you know, just get yourself a little post-it note pad. You know, not a big one, not, what is it, two inches I think the ones that we have are... I don't know. How are you going to measure it by? <laughs> <laughs> That's always the question, right? Everybody says, I'm five inches, I'm eight inches, I'm nine inches. Where are you starting to measure from? Because I don't think there's a... Consistent. What are you using to measure? That's yeah. what I want to know. But that's a different subject. You just got a ruler laying around somewhere? <laughs> yeah, this is my cock ruler. It's a measuring tape. It has to bend. <laughs> Do they all bend? <laughs> You're asking me? Some are straight. You've probably so... seen more penises than me. Oh, honey, No. <laughs> No, I usually try to close my eyes. They're not all winners, you know? Uh, Post-it notes. I think we were talking about <laughs> Post-it notes. So get yourself a small pad of Post-it notes and just write something on one like, I love the way you smile or your soul touches my soul. You know, be creative and then put them in spots that are a little hidden that they'll see when they open up their nightstand drawer for the night to put their glasses on when they get into bed to read or on their bathroom mirror or inside their car. 
next time they go for a drive, just hide them. It's fun. It's so much fun because instantly a smile, you're thinking of them cheaper than Hallmark cards. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Well, another thing that I do that's kind of weird, but I consider it foreplay is when I feed you from my plate. Mm. Because I give you, typically I will give you the very last bite or the very first bite, sometimes both. Mm-hmm. I always want you taken care of. So I always mm. try to give you the first or the last. That's sweet. That's sweet. I didn't know you did it for that reason. Mm-hmm. I just figured you were full, like, here, eat this. Well, that is part of <laughs> that is part of the thing. But it, mostly it's because, you know, I just, I don't know, maybe instinctually it goes back to the hunter and gatherer and the nester, you know, because that's really what we are. Mm. You know, you go out there and you do go to the grocery store, especially since COVID. <laughs> Like, I can't be around people in the grocery store. They're weird. They start looking at the same item and fighting over that. It's crazy. But, you know, you do. You go out and you get the groceries. You bring them home. And Mm -hmm. we cook the meal together, which is another stimulating thing for me. Cooking together is big for us. Mm -hmm. Cooking together is big. Because we make an event out of it. We get in the kitchen. We play some music. We dance. We dance. We have fun. Yeah, we have fun. We share the food with each other, like here, taste this. and Well, we taste it. We Mm -hmm. look at it, making sure that it's appealing to all of our senses, Mm -hmm. which is... Still talking about the food? Yeah, yeah, (laughs) the food. But I mean, we we make sure that it's pleasing to both of us. And that's Mm -hmm. kind of that compromise in, in love. When you're with somebody, you want things to taste good for them. Especially something that you're putting some time and energy Mm -hmm. into, for sure. I think the best time that we have is when we're creating something new in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. You know, and we don't have no idea how it's going to turn out. Right. (laughs) And we have very limited items in which to work from. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's why I think that we would be good in some kind of lost city somewhere. We would be all right. (laughs) What's this leaf? I don't know. Put it in the salad. (laughs) Put it in your mouth. It'll taste great. (laughs) My arm went numb. I can't hold it in any longer. There there have been plenty of times where we're in the kitchen and suddenly we have to have sex because of the mm-hmm. amount of foreplay that's going on. Mm-hmm. Or we talk <laughs> about having sex. Or we you talk know? about And it. that's another thing that you can do to, you know, spark some interest is start talking about a time that you really had wild, passionate sex. Mm-hmm. And and see if your partner doesn't go <laughs> tilting their head like a dog, like, hmm, I remember that. <laughs> and then all the things start moving and things start flowing. getting warm and tingly. And mm-hmm. before you know it, it's, mm-hmm. they cannot not hear it. Yeah. It's like saying, don't think about an elephant. Right. Yeah. Exactly. That visual starts popping into their heads. And once they're in that mode, you're almost there. You're almost there. <laughs> so what are some of the playful sexual things that you do? Tell me, because I don't know. You do know. <laughs> you just don't know if it's like a play or something. I touch you every chance I get. If I pass by you, I make sure to drag my hand across your back or your butt. Every chance I get, I I try to touch you in some way when I'm passing by. Mm -hmm. You do. Uh, I work out on the treadmill. She'll go into her closet, which is near the treadmill. And when she walks out of her closet, I make sure to graze our hands together. I hold my hand out as she passes by, runs her hand across mine. Just touch each other as often as you can. Play in the shower. Oh, I like that one. If you're fortunate enough to have a shower with two heads in it, two shower heads, heads. two shower heads. Let me, (laughs) let me amend. (laughs) Well, you know, even without, um, even though it's tight, because we had a small apartment before our house 
And see, I'm already there. You said heads and tight. tight. Suggestive I, I, language. I, see, that works. It does. Suggestive language in a deep voice. Mm. <laughs> yeah, even if you have a, a small tub and shower, we did. It was kind of fun because we'd have to squeak by each other to get to the shower head and we'd have to press our bodies up against each other to squeak by. But Make sure your phone's nearby in case you have to call 911. <laughs> it gets a little too slippery in there sometimes. Right. That's the best part is when it's soapy and slippery. I love soapy and slippery. Cuddling in bed in the morning, you know, just oh. setting setting the scene for the day, you know, mm-hmm. letting your partner know that I'm going to take you in, I'm going to smell you, I'm going to feel you, I might even taste you a little bit, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to have you tonight. Something that is new for me with you is sleeping naked. And I think that's a major part in getting to accept your body, hmm. right, is, is when you're comfortable sleeping naked. Because for me, I was I always had pajamas on, usually you know shorts and a t-shirt or something, mm-hmm. underwear and a t-shirt. But it wasn't until you that I started sleeping naked, and that I think really not that I have a bad body or anything, but it really started me along the path of accepting my body, and that's a big part of foreplay and sex is not being ashamed. Yeah. Well, I know for me, I've I've always been, I've never had great body image. And I don't even remember when I started sleeping naked. I Maybe it was when I first got married, mm-hmm. but I was living in Vegas. It was hot as hell. <laughs> in the summertime, it's like, oh, you it know. It was more functional for a reason. Right, than, right. Yeah. But then it just got to be a habit. And now I hate sleeping with clothes mm-hmm. on when we have guests or when we're... Yeah in a hotel or something like that. Yeah. Sometimes I'll wear my little, my shirts or something mm-hmm. like that because I don't, somebody busts in, like I don't want boobs going everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell was that? A hoo-ha running across the room, you know? <laughs> so I, but there's nothing like sleeping next to the person that you love, feeling the warmth of their skin, mm-hmm. the beat of their heart, and just knowing that they're there skin to skin. There yeah. is something so intimate about skin Yeah, when to skin. we go to bed, it's almost ritual at this point, but you spoon me mm-hmm. at night. I do. And eventually we get to the point where we're sweaty and we've got to roll over. And that's okay. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, screw that. <laughs> if you want a spoon, spoon. You want a spoon, spoon. But when you get a hot, it's okay. You know, you have to be comfortable. So we spoon at night until <laughs> our body temperatures just get too high to stand. And then we fork in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> and then I spoon her in the morning. Yes. And it's kind of the same thing. But in the morning, when it gets too warm, that's usually time to get up. Oh, but I wouldn't have it any other way now. I couldn't imagine it any other way now. Yeah, me either. It's important to get that touching and kissing and feeling in at night and in the morning. And like you said, it sets the stage for the day. Yeah. And that's a good time for my next tip is to ask, what can I do for you today? What can I take off of your plate and do for you today is another way of foreplay because that immediately lets them know that you have them in mind, that you want to do something for them. You want to lighten their load. Well, that is amazing. You you don't realize how much that really helps people feel more free or more liberated to think about other fun things they could be doing. Mm-hmm. But don't be afraid to tell your partner too, like, I want you to hold me or I want you to touch me here mm-hmm. or touch me there or kiss me long and deep or mm-hmm. do something to make your physical body to actually feel good. Mm-hmm. Your body and your mind are so interconnected through your heart, through your soul. So to make one feel good, you have to make the other one feel good. I, I had a saying in my first marriage when things were kind of going south that 
I'm not going to let you make me feel good if you continue to make me feel bad. Yeah. Meaning if you start making me feel emotionally like a piece of shit, then... It's okay. You can say shit. Okay. If, if, <laughs> if you're going to continue to make me feel like shit, then you're not going to get to go down on me. You're not going to get to spoon me. You're not going to get withhold. to do those things. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's, it's not even so much withholding. It's me. It's like um, a battery. Like a battery doesn't work with just the positive or mm-hmm. the, just the negative. You have to have both. Mm-hmm. And if you're not going to bring both to this relationship, you can't have the desired outcome. It just doesn't work. Batteries are the juice that makes it go. That reminds me, I need to put a new battery in the vibrator. <laughs> it's not a chargeable one? <laughs> not the one I'm thinking of. Oh. <laughs> I never thought in a million years that I would have multiple vibrators. <laughs> never. I thought Big Dave was it. Big Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, I think that's used to massage backs. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am a massage therapist, so I just write the thing off. <laughs> It says vibrator. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah. So when you see a massage therapist and they bring out this big, big vibrator thing, ask them where it's been before. <laughs> and ask them what, if they've named it. If they've named it, don't let them use it. <laughs> Definitely. But I think this is a good time to say, guys, just because she says, touch me there or kiss me, it doesn't necessarily mean sex and that's okay kissing and touching is still definitely part of foreplay and as long as it's her (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah and sometimes that's all that's needed at that time or wanted at that time sometimes it does lead to sex but don't assume right and when you really get into each other you both seem to know when it's time for sex Mm -hmm. you know sometimes it's just fun watching each other play with ourselves you know yeah just lay in there playing with ourselves or mm-hmm. turn off the TV and turn mm-hmm. yourself on. Yeah, you know, definitely. Get out of the TV. I think that mm-hmm. probably would be my biggest suggestion and how couples can reconnect. Turn off the TV and turn each other on. Yeah, tune into what's going on in your body. In their body. In their body. Mm-hmm. In your marriage mm-hmm. or in, in your partnership. Even if you're not married, keep tapping into that dating what yes. you guys did when you were dating. Yes. I, I don't know how many times when you do something sweet for me, I'm like, oh, you're the best boyfriend ever. Because mm-hmm. that's what boyfriends do. Maybe yeah. not husbands all the time, <laughs> but that's what boyfriends do. Buy flowers, buy cards for no reason. Well, and even if you can't, if you can't afford those things, draw a flower. Get into your creative side. Be yes. creative. Mm-hmm. On, on just trying to make the other person smile and be happy and think of you. I like what you said, though, about pretend that you're still dating. Mm-hmm. And, and that's mm-hmm. absolutely the way to look at it. Mm-hmm. Don't look at it as a marriage. Look at it as continual dates or multiple dates. Right. And, and attack it any, just like you would a normal date. Yeah. Absolutely. Another thing I do is housework. <laughs> I, know, I know that's kind of trite and you hear it on like commercials and all the time, but the more I do, the less she has to. But I love it when you do it naked. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll come into the kitchen. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> Washing dishes? Yeah, but your ding dong's hanging out. <laughs> <My> ding dong. <laughs> Why are you getting a chubby off doing dishes? Because it's wet. Because it's wet and soapy. It's wet and soapy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely encourage you to do naked chores as much as possible. 
Well, and if you have an item of clothing that you know that your partner likes, like your underwear, I love when you come out in those green underwear. Mm -hmm. If you have something like that, it doesn't have to be lingerie. It doesn't have to be risque. I, I know that you like it when I wear those tank tops that have the big arm. Oh, the side boob. Yeah, so oh, you can just see boob. just a hint of the side boob. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You've got a sheer top, a sheer t-shirt too that drives me crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, I can see you. <laughs> I know. That's the point. <laughs> Maybe we should get you some see-through underwear and see how I like them. Oh, they've got to make those. They've got to make oh, those, Oh, we've right? got to find those yeah. now. <laughs> we'll have to go to Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve. Yeah. <laughs> Just the tips. Just the tips. Something else I recommend everybody do is be clean and smell good. Brush your teeth. Good hygiene is a big part of foreplay. That can be the biggest turnoff. Mm -hmm. I know for me, I didn't realize it until I was much older, but smell is a huge part for me. Mm -hmm. If if I can smell you before I see you and my nose starts crinkling, there's Mm -hmm. nothing going to happen. So when you get ready to go out on that first date, Mm -hmm. you shower, you run a body scrub all over your body, and you smell good. That's how you should smell when you want sex. Yes. Yes. That first date smell. And let me give you a tip. (laughs) I'm supposed to give you the tip. I'll take your tip. (laughs) If, If you're planning on being with a woman, regardless if you're a man or a woman, make sure that there are no rough edges on those fingers. Yes. Because when you touch a female, her skin should be nice and soft and supple. And then you've got this rough piece of shit that goes right across your skin. Hangnail, hangnail. It will kill a mood and she won't want you to touch her ever because she will remember that. So if Mm -hmm. you can, make sure that your nails and your your cuticles and everything, that there are no rough edges on your hands Mm because a woman is not going to want you to touch her. Guys, I know this isn't masculine, but get an emery board. Mm-hmm. You know, or, at least that. Get a manicure once in a while. If you can, go if get manis together. Means, together, yep. yeah. together is a great date. Yeah, is a great date. I love those Saturday dates where we get up and we have a nice long breakfast, and you make me waffles, and then we go <laughs> and get a mani pedi together, and then we go on about our day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We go do fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Definitely, you're Captain Fun. Oh. <laughs> Captain Fun! (laughs) What are we going to do now, Captain Fun? Take off your clothes. I'll show you. (laughs) One one of the more fun things that we do is we have a little rubber duck. Mm. Ducky. We call him Ducky. And this duck, first of all, this duck travels with us everywhere. We have pictures of this this little duck everywhere we go. So there's that aspect of it that's fun. Mm -hmm. But we also hide Ducky around the house for the other person to discover. Yeah, we do. In the most random of places. I think this duck has been everywhere inside this house. (laughs) Well, not only this house, but it's been all over the country. Every time we go somewhere, if you have to go away for business or whatever, Mm -hmm. it ends up in your suitcase. (laughs) I get random pictures back from Mm -hmm. him. Ducky's Mm -hmm. been here. Ducky's been there. Mm -hmm. And it's just kind of a way to stay connected. Mm -hmm. We even tried to spread the love a little bit. We got, we bought what, a hundred little rubber duckies Mm -hmm. and we've been handing them out randomly putting them on people's car windshields yeah what they do with them at that point is totally up to them i mean we're not handing out instructions or anything like that but that's how we got this one and for those that don't know like 
it's big within the Jeep community, mm-hmm. you know, to be putting ducks on other people's Jeeps, especially if you like their Jeep. It's a Jeep club thing. Mm-hmm. But I found it's it's a way to definitely stay connected with the person that you love. It gives them something to focus on and just know that, you know, somebody's thinking about them and, mm-hmm. and happier times and, and what it represents more than anything else, I think. Fun. Yeah. Fun. Fun. Yes. It's a toy. You want as many things to look at that represent fun around your where you are your house your surroundings your workplace i have a, a boudoir picture as wallpaper on my computer <laughs> i never thought i would do something like that i mean i knew i would you know take pictures for you and stuff but i never thought that mm-hmm. you would want one on your computer Ugh. as your wallpaper that's my porn <laughs> i get distracted sometimes in meetings <laughs> I make sure to never share that particular screen when I'm on Zoom. They're like, boy, Jay sure is happy today. (laughs) You know, I read a quote the other day, and it was kind of surprising. And I'm going to ask you if you know who said it. Okay. If you can make a woman laugh, you can make her do anything. Well, it's got to be a comedian talking about laughing. So I would say Tom Segura. Mm -mm. Marilyn Monroe. Oh. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, by far probably one of the most iconic, voluptuous women in our history, mm-hmm. right? And she was apparently didn't have a great self-image, didn't have a lot of confidence outside of her persona, persona, her Hollywood her persona, stage persona. Yeah, and I think that's one thing. If I had to suggest as well to people, make each other laugh. Make each other laugh when you're yeah, starting to get out. in your head. Yeah. If you're not sure how, figure it out. When when you're starting to get into your head about, you know, does he like me? Does he not like me? Is he seeing other women? You know, especially like when you're dating and you're really vulnerable and insecure about what the other person's thinking about you, if they're mm-hmm. thinking about you, mm-hmm. start making them laugh because yeah. nobody can resist that endocrine shot like mm-hmm. laughter. Yeah. It's the best medicine for everything. Mm-hmm. It's the vibration of pure joy. And yeah. happiness. Yeah, absolutely. It Here flows you. right through you. It does. <laughs> it's like that. Hmm. And then it drips out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to invent the game of dripping bingo. <laughs> It'd be like the chicken poop game, only mm. chicken poop bingo. Is that what it is? Chicken poop bingo. Yeah. Did you ever hear that? No. Okay. So you I've have. I've heard like... of chickens picking like the champions of the Super Bowl. And no. Stuff like so that. you have this big card that's on the ground right mm-hmm. and you have a chicken and, and they where- call the numbers by where they poop right so wherever the chicken poops that's <laughs> bingo you know if he gets it in a line or whatever or if it drops in a particular square it's like roulette you win chicken poop bingo now it that's could gotta be, be a vegas thing come drop bingo come drop bingo <laughs> and there's one for the preview come <laughs> drop bingo <laughs> All I'm seeing is these little colorful cumdrops. After you get done with sex, make sure you have a large bingo card on the left side of your bed. Make it out of a towel. (laughs) Maybe that should be our marketing thing. Maybe we should make a towel and make it like make make it like different squares. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I love it. That's awesome. We can sell it at Adam and Eve. That's right. Maybe Adam and Eve would want that come drop towel. There's a partnership to be had here. I don't know. (laughs) Well, make it fun, whatever it is. <laughs> Being self-confident is sexy. Being self-centered is not. Not so much. It may work once or twice, but it's not going to work long term. Well, I think it kind of goes into what we were saying about 
foreplay. Being confident in your body, walking around naked or just getting familiar with, you know, your body and how, where you're comfortable and where you're not comfortable. Mm -hmm. And being confident in that comes across as alluring and sexy. Mm -hmm. But if you're self-centered about, well, you need to please me or you need to do it my way or I don't like that and all of that, that to me, that's not sexy. That's Mm -hmm. ugly. Yeah. That's selfish, first of all. Right. Yeah. Nothing's worse than somebody who's completely self-centered. Yeah. So what else we got for foreplay? Okay. Kissing eliminates stress and reduces blood pressure. So let's get healthy. <laughs> let's get healthy. <laughs> Make sure you're kissing the right person. Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> Don't just people... walk up to somebody and say, hey, I'm feeling my blood pressure is a little high. Do you mind if I... <laughs> right. Men are like infants. If you want them to be content, put your boob in their mouth. Yeah, that Marilyn Monroe too? No, that one didn't have anybody that I could attribute that one to. Or men don't wear pink, they eat it. Ooh, I like that one. Yeah. I like that one. So about foreplay. What well, else another one I had was was playing the right songs and spontaneous dancing. Mm-hmm. Find out what song, I guess favorites, but like slow favorites of your partner. Find that out. And if you have a smart home assistant out of the blue, like maybe when you're cooking is a good time too. ask them to play one of those songs and just stop, hold out your hand to dance, dance Mm -hmm. a couple of steps, you know, for a little bit and then go back to what you were doing. And if you don't know what your partner likes or what they don't like, if you're early in that relationship and you want to really get to know your partner a little better, Mm -hmm. start a diary, start a journal together. Do one of those, I don't know, what what are they called? We didn't even do ours this morning. So one of the things that we do, I know we're kind of off topic, we'll get That's back okay. to the dancing, but one of the things we do is we have a, a book for couples. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a daily book that asks you a question and you write in the answer of you and your partner and it spurs conversation, it kind of a topic for the day, gets you thinking. A lot of the questions revolve around what makes you feel good or what you know how can you make your partner feel good perhaps maybe we should put it in the link below yeah yeah we'll put that in the link absolutely something that you guys can try Mm -hmm. and it just we've done a couple of them and we love them it keeps going back to the communication Mm -hmm. you know you can communicate physically and you can you know communicate verbally it's all a matter of just keeping that line of communication open Mm -hmm. and being open to the other person's communication and i think that book really kind of again we do it in the morning usually every day (laughs) except for when it's not on the table that's another thing you might want to keep it in plain view after a while it's like oh we gotta write in our book you know we look forward to it yeah it gets exciting i Mm -hmm. wonder what they're gonna say i wonder what the next question is we never read ahead no because it kills it yeah don't let your partner read ahead so we were talking about seduction and dancing and you were saying keep a diary get to know Mm -hmm. what were you saying well get to know you know you can make notes about what your partner likes i did did you? I did. Yeah. Duran Duran. I mean, I wrote down the music you liked because, as I said, we have a smart home assistant and mm-hmm. we have a home, quote unquote, home music playlist. So I would make sure that I added her favorite bands and songs to that list, that it wasn't just mine. Because we have somewhat different tastes. I mean, they've kind of melded over the years, but initially we had somewhat dif- different tastes. I was probably more into more rock, yeah, like modern were. rock, and mm-hmm. she was into more 80s and old 70s but we've we've fused that together now i like those things too i just hadn't played them in a while 
Right. I made sure they were all part of our home playlist. And usually that's what we're listening to when we're cooking. But it's also what we're whatever we're in the mood for. Usually those smart home assistants, you start playing one song and it will guess at the next songs that you want to hear. And sometimes it's a good list and sometimes it's a funny list. That's and sometimes it plays the weirdest crap that just sticks with you and you end up loving the song. So. True. Well, and the, the memories are made through the foreplay, yeah. I think. Yeah. You know, the lovemaking and the sex and the jungle sex, those are all good <laughs> things. But I think the one thing that I remember the most are those floor those floor play moments. Yeah, floor, we're floor. usually There's, on the yeah, floor. floor. Yeah, play. yeah. yeah. Floor play for foreplay. <laughs> That's on the ground with the cum drop towel. Right. Yeah, the right. cum drop bingo yeah, towel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you do you remember when Twister was a big thing? Oh yeah. Did you ever play Twister naked? Na- naked naked baby oil twister. No. You could hurt yourself. Yes, you can. That's like slip and slide with <laughs> yes. baby oil. Yeah. Yeah. No. Did mm-hmm. you play that though? Yeah. Naked? Oh yeah. oh yeah. I never have. I've thought about it. Okay. Uh let's get on Amazon and get a twister board. <laughs> I'm sure they still make them. They'd have to, right? Right. Analog games, everybody. Get back on the wagon. Yeah. Well, and th- there's another thing. Play games. Yeah, play games. Go go do something together. You Go outside. Take a walk in a park. Kiss each other in the sunlight. Mm-hmm. Kiss each other in the moonlight. Go look at the stars. Mm-hmm. Make those memories. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's all foreplay. The foreplay doesn't have to be just sex. Mm-hmm. It can be. It can be really good sex, mm-hmm. good foreplay. Mm-hmm. And listen. Listen to your partner about what they like and what they don't like. Don't interrupt. Or if you do, bring them back to the subject. Sometimes, yes, you interrupt. But say, I'm sorry, you were saying about the such and such. I wasn't telling you not to interrupt. <laughs> you looked at me like, I didn't interrupt. <laughs> I was going to say, no, that's you. Yeah, that is me. That's, that's... But that's why it's a, it's a point. I do interrupt and I... I feel bad whenever I do it, and I try to bring it back to, to her point. Listen. Don't don't think about what you're saying next. Actually listen. Right. That's a big one. Find something new that you can both enjoy. Now, this is going to be hit or miss, because always when you try something new, it's going to be like, oh, we don't like that. We tried escape rooms. Oh, I love escape rooms. And that was something neither of us had done before, and now it's something that we share. We love doing escape rooms together, just the two of us. There are escape rooms that let you book the entire room as a private party. You don't have to be with five or six other people. Yeah, and they're great if they're done correctly, Mm -hmm. for sure. Word of warning, they build escape rooms so you only are able to solve them 30% of the time. So it's a good, good practice to A, work together and communicate effectively, but it's also good practice to deal with not winning, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. How you both react when you don't win. I think we learned a lot about each other, ourselves and each other. I learned that doing puzzles with you, though. Mm. When we first started doing puzzles, and that was kind jigsaw of... Jigsaw puzzles. Yeah, jigsaw yeah, puzzles. Jigsaw puzzles. Well, any kind of game, really. Mm-hmm. You're very competitive. And I can be, but mm-hmm. I can let it go, I think, a little bit easier. I realized that it wasn't important for me to win. It was important for me to have a good time. Mm-hmm. I love watching you work, whether mm. it's between my legs <laughs> or it's a jigsaw puzzle on the table or it's an escape room in public. I love watching you work. Mm. So let's talk erogenous zones. Erogenous zones. Yeah. I mean, what are some of the things that you think about? Let's just take the the 
the top ones off the table, right? Penis, vagina, boobs, butt. Those are obvious. Those are obvious. Yeah. What ears. others? Ears are big. Ears are a big one. Neck. Neck. Nibbling, licking, mm-hmm. touching, rubbing. The inside of the wrist. Mm. Kissing your hand. I try to kiss your hand as much as I can. Yeah. You know, I like it you when you there. kiss my back. Your like back. in the morning when you're spooning me and mm. you're kissing my back. I like that. Mm. Good to know. Yeah. Something you didn't know, right? <laughs> no, I didn't know that. What about pinching, stroking, nibbling? Nibbling, I love nibbling and pinching, but you have to be careful with the pinching that it doesn't hurt. I mean, there's definitely a fine line there. Scratching. Scratching. Get rid of those gnarly nails. Mm-hmm. Make sure you have smooth nails. Yeah, I'm not a big pincher. Pinching doesn't do it for me. Mm-hmm. Anything that's very sharp or... Uh, Too focused. Well... It, for for me, touch is either relaxing or it's stimulating. Mm. It's not startling. It doesn't, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't like to be in that smooth groove. Mm-hmm. You know, I've got a smooth groove and then somebody comes in and pinches me and it's like, <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> I don't want little things biting at me, you know, unless it's those little love nibbles, but they mm-hmm. don't hurt. Yeah. I guess I'm just not one of those. BDSMs? What are they called? Are they like pain? Yeah, uh, sadomasochist. Sadomasochist. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. I'm definitely not a masochist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm a body worker. I like to feel good. <laughs> well, for them that is good. No judgment. No, no That's judgment. But for me, I yeah. you know I get pissed. Somebody's mm-hmm. hurting me. It's like I get pissed. I just mm-hmm. want to punch them right in the mm-hmm. nose, and that's not exactly foreplay. Of course, could be for somebody, but yeah. not for me. Yeah, not for you. Yeah. Not so know your partner. Yeah, know your partner. Okay, so when when you find your partner's erogenous zone, can you overstimulate it? Absolutely. You can overuse it. You can do it so much that it loses its luster. Absolutely. So you have to, you really have to pay attention to how much you're doing it because anything good, if you do it for too long, I mean, you could orgasm and it feels great for a couple minutes, but if you orgasm for an hour, you like, I want this done. Yeah. You know, it's too much. Yeah. So you take anything good and you draw it out too long, it's going to be bad. It's going to end up being bad. So you have to be judicious in how often you do it and you don't abuse the privilege <laughs> of that erogenous zone, of that feeling. What about blindfolds? You know, that's one of those things that for me sounds good in theory, but in practice, mm-hmm. it didn't work for me. Like, no? I know because I like to see you. Mm. I like to see your facial expressions. I like to see your eyes looking at me. See the pleasurable contortions of your face. So that didn't work for me. I mean, but I get that it works for some people. I think that probably the time it does work is when you have no control. Mm. Like if you're tied up to the bed Mm. and you don't know what's coming from where. That would be kind of cool. But in general, no, I like to see you. Because that's foreplay for me is Mm. your reaction. Mm Mm-hmm. I never got it until I got older that (laughs) I do get it. But, you know, I never got it when I heard, I don't know if I read or I was talking to my friends or whatever. And I understood that one of the greatest pleasures that men can get is to know that they're turning their partner on. Yes. And I think it's a misconception that that's one-sided. Because women like it as well. I think that's one of the things about oral sex Mm -hmm. that people get hung up on. Men want to please women. It's their way of showing love. Mm -hmm. They have to physically 
go through that motion in order to say, I love you. I, I, I want to be with you. I mm-hmm. am attracted to you or whatever the case is. That's mm-hmm. just their way of showing it. Women are more typically, I think, they want to please. They want, mm-hmm. you know, they want their partner to feel good. And it doesn't necessarily have to be reciprocated. Mm-hmm. Women have it easy. Let me finish that thought. <laughs> well, at least you at least you didn't say women are easy. <laughs> no. Women have it easy. It's obvious to a woman when a guy is aroused. It's obvious to a woman when a guy is finished. Men have no idea, or not easily anyway, when a woman is aroused. You have to admit it's a lot easier the other way around. Well, obviously. I mean, you can see it and you can definitely lay your hands on it. Right, right. You can definitely tell. You can watch it drip on the cum drop towel on the floor, the bingo towel. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) How about tantric sex? Ever tried that? I mean, not officially. I haven't like read a book on tantric sex and tried it. But if I understand what tantric sex is, it's the art of basically edging, right? It's, It's building it up to a point where... When you finally have sex, you explode. Like, and when I say explode, I don't just mean orgasm. I mean like all of those emotions, all of that that week long buildup or two week long buildup just hits you in waves. Yeah, and you um, have this magnificent release. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But I think if you do foreplay right, that's what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm not saying, you know, you have to go a week between or whatever. But if you do foreplay right, there's that buildup for however long and then the release. Hmm. So oh, I, I think they're one and the same. I have this thing, this visual right now of that MTV rocket taking off. <laughs> <laughs> Why does it look like a penis? Because <laughs> men built it. Right. <laughs> well, God, can you imagine what it would look like if it was of a JJ? <laughs> How would that look? It would look like it would look like a Klingon warship. <laughs> I will never look at a Klingon warship the same. <laughs> Ready for battle. <laughs> That's awesome. Discreet flashing. Oh, yeah. That little naughtiness. That right? little naughtiness throughout the day. Uh, I was I was leaving. I was driving out of the garage. You were coming home. I was coming home. Okay, I was coming home. See. All I could think of is the flashing. I don't remember the details. I, I remember it was garage and titties. <laughs> garage and titties. As I'm pulling into the garage, the door to our house that connects the garage and our house is right in front of my car's stall. So she opens the door, wiggles, and pulls the shirt up. I'm like, yep, I'm home. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> welcome home. That is the best welcome home ever. Doing things like that, though, I like to be playful. I like to do things that you don't expect me to do. Mm -hmm. Well, every now and then you'll come out in the middle of the day. You'll come out into the kitchen naked. Or (laughs) I'll do that, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, doing those little things. I like to do that when we're in public. If we're at dinner with friends or the waiter comes over to the table and I've got my hand in your lap and I'm just kind (laughs) of caressing you in your crotch area just Mm -hmm. to get your attention. Mm-hmm. I think that's fun. I love watching you squirm. Can you point to the board and tell me what you'd like to order? No, I can't get up right now. <laughs> I would like to wash my hands before dinner, but I can't get up. <laughs> what about ice cubes or hot wax? Have you ever done that? Mm, I think I've done both. 
The hot wax is interesting. It's like a flash of instant stimulus and then it dries. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, okay, now I got to peel that off. Like, <laughs> you know, it's, it's another one of those things that sounds good in theory, mm -hmm. but in practice, like, okay, now how do we get this wax off? Yeah. <laughs> well, that would be interesting, right? Dipping you in some paraffin, hot paraffin. Dipping me how? Putting your penis in hot paraffin. Ow. No, it doesn't burn. <laughs> if it's done correctly, it doesn't burn. But it's, you know, for your hands and your feet, it's supposed to be mm -hmm. very relaxing and very, it's it's part of body work, but... We'll have to look into that. It makes your skin soft. I think any extreme temperatures, like hot or cold, mm -hmm. it causes you to shrivel quickly. But it's it's not, it's not a, it's not an extreme. It's, it's kind of like a warm, smooth love glove. Oh, when you put it that way. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. It has to be done with... I may with... have to dip it in and out three or four dozen times. <laughs> With caution. With caution. Hey, what's this white stuff mixing with my purple lavender paraffin wax? <laughs> lavender. Uh, that's kind of like, um, what is it called? I'm thinking about sex and things are going so fast in my head I can't catch up. Another thing I think about foreplay is impressing your friends. I make sure that you have flowers oh, yeah. that are on display. Is that for you or is that for me, though? It's for you. It, it really but is for you. But it's for you, too, though. You, you, your ego likes to be known as the man who gives all. Because you do. You, you want to give it all. Mm -hmm. And you want other women to be aware that it is possible to yes. find somebody that yes. gives their all. Yeah. That can be yeah. romantic. There are side effects that are nice. Mm -hmm. it, the reason I do it is not for that. But it is a nice side effect. I know I enjoy it. I love those flowers. Mm -hmm. I take care of them as if they were babies. I'm like, I love my flowers. I make sure they have fresh water every day, mm -hmm. and that their stems are cut and they have food. I love that. I never want you to think that I'm ungrateful or that I take it for granted because I don't. No, no I wouldn't I don't. think that. I, we, we say things all the time when, you know, if somebody ever says, well, why are you spending all this money on flowers? And I would say, don't take my joy. And, and we say that often about things that we do for each other. Don't don't steal my joy. Don't take my joy. That gives me pleasure to see you getting pleasure from it. It steals my joy if you say, don't do that for me. It costs too much. Or don't do that for me because of this. Now, if there's a legitimate reason, like don't do that for me, I'm allergic to latex. Okay, then don't do that. <laughs> but, you know, if it doesn't harm anything, right. then let that person have their joy. That's how they they express themselves. Well, giving is part of a relationship. You right. can't just have taking, take, 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 mm -hmm. take, take. You have to give mm -hmm. too. Yeah. Why did you take my car and get it washed and fill it up? That costs you so much money. It's like, I did it for you. Don't take my joy. Well, how many people would actually say that though? <laughs> Not very many. I There are some marriages out there. Yeah. I used to be in one. Yeah. Where if I used too much shampoo, I would get yelled at. But that's, I, she, she was probably concentrating on the finances and not the act of giving. Mm -hmm. And there's a difference. If I'm concentrating on the finances, it's because I don't want you to go into a deficit trying to make me happy yeah. because all I need is you. Now your, your flowers, they make me smile all day, every day. Mm -hmm. I get up, I smell them, I see them. Mm -hmm. It's something that brings me immense joy and lets me know that 
you know, you, I know you, you take time picking out the flowers, the colors, the different arrangements, the different types of flowers, the, the ones I like, in, the season we're the holiday in. holiday that's near. You do. You, mm-hmm. you put a lot of thought into that. And so even if you're not a flower person or your partner isn't a flower person, put thought into whatever it is they are into. Mm-hmm. I think one of my favorite things that you do for me mm-hmm. is... I think we said this before, but we both work from home. So I have an office here. She has an office here. I'll be in my office and she will bring me a snack and something to drink. Mm-hmm. I didn't ask for it, but it is awesome. It shows that you are thinking of me, you care about me. And a lot of times uh, I'm on video meetings a lot. <laughs> I'll see this plate of food being delivered and they, they get all jealous. Like, hey. <laughs> What's that? Oh, my wife loves me. Yeah. She cares. I do. I do love you. <laughs> But that's great too. You know, that's a nice little surprise. And I think that's what this all boils down to is nice little surprises. I was also going to say another suggestion for um, couples to kind of get in the mood or to carry a conversation. You know, if you have a hard time, conversation's not all that great, and you want to kind of bring it back, pick some kind of a romantic novel to read together Mm. and practice reading at Mm -hmm. night to close down the day. You read a chapter and the other person reads a chapter. And when you get to those saucy moments, talk about them. You know, does that turn you on? Mm -hmm. Does this turn you on? Would you like that if I did that? Yeah. Have you ever experienced that? Mm -hmm. What was that like for you? Mm -hmm. Let's try it. Have fun with it. There's a lot of things that you can do out there that will invigorate you if you just give them the chance. You have to try. Fun is there. It's waiting for you. Yeah. It's waiting for you to pluck it Mm -hmm. and fuck it. So pluck it and fuck it. So take it, take it. Why is everything around chickens? Chicken poop and plucking. I want to pluck you. Do you? Is there some sort of fetish I need to know about? No, but Ducky kind of is inspiring me. Ducky. I guess Ducky's Ducky. Here. By the way, Ducky is right in between us during this session. He's on our French press coffee maker right now. He is everywhere. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Did we, I don't know if we really talked about foreplay like. For those that want to be turned on in this podcast, are we doing anything for them? For those that want to be turned on, like are we are we turning them on? What do you mean? Well, when I say turn on, I don't mean like they're getting wet. I mean, <laughs> turn on like we're starting to turn on their brains. We're starting oh, okay. to, con- you know, we're starting to help people connect to the fun part of having a sexual relationship with somebody. Mm-hmm. Don't take it for granted that you have the opportunity to be intimate with somebody. Right. That is a very rare thing. There are a lot of people out there that right now, they don't have that stimulation. And, and they don't to get it. And they don't have that, yes. that connection. Mm-hmm. So it's very important that you try to look for the positives. Mm-hmm. You try to accentuate what you have and enjoy it. Enjoy the fun yeah. of being in a relationship where you can reach out and touch somebody. <laughs> right? I mean, that's I nice. was just saying to you this morning, it is so nice when you're married and you really are, you really feel like one person. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was spooning you this morning, I could just reach out and put my hand over your boob and go, yeah, I've got a boob. <laughs> You've and got I can boobs. do whatever I want with it. You've got boobs you've never had before. <laughs> so this is what it feels like. Well, and it was funny because I think for the first time, we both acknowledged the fact that 
my boob is perfectly fit for your hand. Yeah. You know, it just yeah. fits perfectly. Mm -hmm. My hips oh, perfect. in your hands yeah. feel like they were made for you. Mm -hmm. That's an incredible realization. It's a very sensual realization. I think that one of the first things that made me feel that you and I were meant to be together was that very first time when we went away to San Antonio. Mm-hmm. And we spent the night together. together and we woke up and we were spooning mm -hmm. and my body and your body fit perfectly. Mm -hmm. All my innies, all your outies <laughs> were perfectly matched. And mm -hmm. that was the greatest feeling. I thought, oh, this is going to work. Mm -hmm. That and when you had enough confidence to put my hand between your boobs because that was the most comfortable for you. <laughs> like here's a woman that knows what she likes and what she wants and is not afraid to just move me and put me there. Yes. Loved it. Yes. I love that. Here. No, right here. Yeah. No, not on it because you're mashing it. Put it between them. <laughs> Slide it in there, baby. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we have our action item of the week. Your mission, should you decide to accept it, is cook a meal together while playing music and having fun in the kitchen. They don't have to do it. I mean, this is a podcast. It's not right. like we're checking up on them. But, you know. If, <laughs> if you're going to eat meat, eat pink. There you go. All right. Uh, bye, everybody. And we'll see you on the next episode. Dicks are a lot like labias. Ooh. That could be a great episode. That yeah. might be long and deep. We might have to do that one from bed. Oh, that would be fun. <laughs> Can you imagine the noises that are going to be made, though? Oh. Yeah. Does dripping make noise? It can. There's a lot of dripping. <laughs> there is. All right, everybody. Talk to you next time. Ciao for now.